0: hello everyone i am arjun Vijayanarayanan, the co-founder and ceo of adhyapan an edtech organization launched with a mission to create an inclusive ecosystem where the curiosity of young budding minds are kindled through an application based pedagogy and are guided to make informed career choices so as a part of our initiatives we begin this series uh, where we uh, interview industry professionals from various fields uh, within and beyond STEAM know about their journey, their challenges, hurdles, skills they had to acquire, future trends, et cetera. So once we know that this will be helpful for the next generation to have a insight into uh, what this career is and what should they do um, to get into this field, et cetera. So in today's episode, we are speaking with Mr. Prakar Jain Founder and CEO of a budding aerospace startup, Synodic Space Settlement Private Limited. As the name suggests, the company is about building space settlements, which is, of course, habitable, commutable, and expandable. Prakar, welcome to our podcast. So, uh, thank you you for being with us, Prakar so about prakar he is a uh, 2021 BTEC graduate of aerospace engineering with a specialization in uh, avionics from university of petroleum and energy studies teradun india so uh, prakar specializes in um, space propulsion whether it is a hybrid or electric propulsion and his keen interest is in space exploration observational astronomy and space settlement Uh, He also has a vast experience with managerial roles in public relations, operations, etc. And we are very happy to speak with Prakar to know more about space settlement, to know more about his journey with entrepreneurship uh, and uh, his view on what his tips are and guidances are for the next generation. So Prakar, let's get started with uh, space settlement. What is space settlement all about and how and when did this idea or spark come about?
1: Okay, thank you Arjun. So starting with what is space settlement? So space settlement is basically a location in the space itself where Hmm. humans or any other species can Hmm. settle temporarily or permanently. So it basically can be a construction either on any celestial body or in the mm. free space itself. right? So talking about my company, it is designing and developing a space settlement in the free space. Mm. right? So it would be able to inhabit about 12,500 people simultaneously. And it would be self-sustainable completely. Wow. And talking about how I got this idea, is a, it is quite a funny story. Mm. So it was a day in month of July 2020. When I was watching an anime called as Ben 10. Did you, do you know about it?
0: No, no, but I'll look into it.
1: Okay. So it is basically a cartoon series in India, which in which a boy gets hands on a very powerful technology, which can actually alter his DNA temporarily to change into an alien's DNA voluntarily. Oh, okay. So, in this series they have shown various kinds of space settlements and how they are used in space for what purpose they can be used and this rose a curiosity in my mind that is it really possible to do so so that was the point in my life when i uh, like that was the point when a serious interest in my mind generated about space settlements so at that point of time i Uh, talk to one of my friends who is presently the co-founder of my uh, startup and uh, his name is Sarvesh Kumar Yadav. So we thought of coming up with this idea and we formed a team and started research and design about space settlement. Great,
0: great, great, great. So um, so before I go to the next question, so are you a Star Wars fan? Uh,
1: Yes, I have watched Star Wars.
0: it's amazing where a lot of things from Star Wars coming into reality now. And so it's such a great vision that they had in the past. So with Sir Richard Branson opening up space tourism, do you think it is a boost for companies like yourself? Um, what, what, what is your
1: viewpoint on those? See, as we now know that space tourism has begun already with, First, Rich, Richard sir going into the space, then Jeff Bezos sir going into the space. So, the space tourism has begun. I have heard about a company of UK who is presently working and is sure to be to have developed a space tourism hotel in space in the I atmosphere at, at an altitude of about 1, 000, uh, 500 to 1000 kilometers for space tourists. So, this yes. is like something very intriguing and it is interesting at the same time that such startups are emerging right now in the world who are working on space settlements. And along with the boost from Elon Musk, who is presently working on settling humans on Mars. Yeah. It The space settlement concept has come from fantasy to really, uh, reality. And that has yep. been a long journey.
0: Yep, that is great. So I know that this is a touchy topic for a lot of people. When people talk about space settlement, there are a lot of people who are like, why are we investing money in space settlement? Why can't we safeguard Earth and all of that? What is your viewpoint on why space exploration and space settlement is necessary? Uh, And what do you say to people who talk to you that, hey, I don't agree with what you're doing. We should be investing uh, in Earth. Uh, I just want to know your viewpoint.
1: The first question which I which uh, arises in my mind to such people who like think that uh, investing in space settlements and space technology is not worth it is what happens if an asteroid comes and hits the Earth? It has been like various probabilities that an asteroid would be hitting Earth in the year of 2029. There have been probab- probabilities in the past. What if this probability comes true? That would be the end of humankind, human race. Right? So in order to make sure that human race survives for billions and billions of years, we need the space settlement. We need to invest in space sector in order to reach as far as possible in the space and get hands on technology in order to live in space very freely, in order to do whatever we want to do in space. Otherwise, I don't think so. human race would be able to survive more than a thousand to 2,000 years with degrading uh, resources on earth, with chances of various earth, like earth ending scenarios, hmm. various probabilities of asteroids hitting the earth, various probabilities of natural disasters. It, would, it, like, it becomes very important to invest in space technology.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's my uh, you know, my personal feeling is also where the advancement that humans have had in space technology has been wonderful for the for the area of science, for jobs, for courses. You know, in the industry, it's a whole ecosystem that just comes along with advancements in technology, and you know, um, so that way, it's very interesting that it is indeed important for us to have advancements in technologies and look beyond Earth um, going forward. So now that we have seen that um, ISRO, our own Indian Space Research Organization, is opening up for private collaborations. You see them opening up to organizations like Agnikul Cosmos, Belletrix Aerospace, etc. How is that? important for you and are you guys looking into discussions of collaborations with ISRO anytime soon at all? Just curious.
1: Right. So with government's involvement and getting indulged with private organizations in space sector has become very important for in development of space sector and all in, con- in the complete world and not only in India. We have seen how NASA collaborated with various private organizations in the US, and that is how various private organizations have come up and built such technology, which has taken various rovers, various humans to far far sites in in space. The space tourism has begun. Now, similar kind of collaboration is required in India as well. ISRO has started collaborating with various uh, private industries isro is giving projects to private industry which is giving hope to private uh, private companies in order to develop uh, various technologies there are very various intriguing intriguing minds in india they have various uh, innovative ideas but what they lacked was support funding and a bit of push from the government which is now which is which is they are getting from government from now. ISRO, yep. With ISRO support, I imagine it would be very easy for us to grow in the space sector, which would have taken, like the task which I have which would have taken about 20 years in the past can now be done in five years with ISRO support. Yep. They have the resources, they have the technology, they have the workforce, which is required by uh, private organizations right now. And with uh, the collaborative support to each other, uh, I suppose this collaboration can take India to great heights in space sector.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, talking about, uh, we I think we've spoken about space settlement, but I want now I want to talk about your company. What are what are what's going on in your company? What are all the projects that are going on? Um, so. It, Brief us about your company and the projects that you guys are undertaking, uh, currently.
1: Right. So my company basically works in three different sectors. The first sector is the space settlement research design and development. The second sector is drone and entry drone technology development. And the Great. third sector is space education development. Great. So we believe in training the mind, young minds, and then bringing them into industry. We don't want industry experts to work with us. Rather, we we want young and innovative minds, young and creative minds to come into our industry and help us build this fantasy world kind of thing, the space settlement, right? So in a space settlement department, we have five different sub-departments, which are structures, propulsion, electronics and communication, systems and instrumentation, and bionics and survival. So they have the each role in defining what is required in the space settlement. Right. So propulsion system is responsible for its voluntary motion in any kind of direction, in any attitude, adjusting the attitude. The structures team is responsible for the complete structure design of the entire settlement, modules, etc. Electronics and communication becoming becomes a very important department because we need to make sure that we are established with a home base, which is earth at any point of time. Systems and instrumentation to develop various uh, AI and ML ba- enabled parts, uh, functioning of entire space settlement at artificial gravity, thermal control systems, etc. And bionics and survival basically looks after each and every necessity of humans to survive on the settlement the production of oxygen, water supply, etc. Yep. So what we are thinking is, is to make the space settlement completely in self-sustainable. We have International Space Station, but International Space Station still depends on resources to be sent from Earth at regular intervals of time. Yep. But the settlement which we are working on would be completely independent. And once it is completely constructed and operational, there won't be any resources to be sent from Earth rather it would take care of the resources itself by either mining of various celestial bodies and asteroids and along with that some advanced level technologies for recovering the lost resources
0: Hmm. wow i i have heard about asteroid mining i've heard about a few companies into asteroid mining with um, cryptocurrencies involved in it uh, and, and things like that. I think conscientious is one of the one of the companies. So you, so you think there is a big future to
1: asteroid mining
0: and it's helpful for um, space settlements like yourself.
1: Right. see the resources on earth are finishing with the extinguishing rate right So we need resources from outside the earth as well. And uh, after being researching various kinds of asteroids and meteors, it has been noticed that asteroids are filled with resources made, be diamonds, gold, metals, various kinds of other elements, fuels, etc. So asteroid mining can prove to be one of the most emerging and one of the most profitable industry in the future. In the near future, I would say. And uh, I suppose within 10 to 15 years, we would, the earth, the humans would begin with asteroid mining purposes for resource fulfillment on both space settlements and earth itself. Great, great.
0: Well, I had my own doubts putting in some of my cryptocurrency into one of these companies <laughs> who were approached. So now with your boost, maybe I'll start thinking about it again. Uh, that's great. So you started off with entrepreneurship right after college, right? right? So do you have that fear of not having a usual nine to five job cushion? What was what was that thought process like? Uh, and what was that you know, family support like when it comes to starting off in an entrepreneurial track rather than a usual nine to five cushion campus placements and things like that?
1: Right. Before talking about family support and nine to five job, we need to understand what is the importance of founder and what are his responsibilities? What is entrepreneurship regard when it comes to aerospace startups? Hmm. So well, being a aeros- founder of an aerospace startup can be both intriguing and difficult at the same time. With continuous developments in the market, it becomes of utmost importance to stay up to date with the technological developments. And it is often believed that the founder have founder of the, any company or startup has the easiest job to assign tasks to various people in various departments, but it is not that easy. And it is just quite opposite the time and effort, which a founder has to invest, to make sure startup succeeds is astonishing. And he may be the founder of the startup, but he is still answerable to the people who are working tirelessly, tirelessly with him for the development of the startup as a whole, right? So in India, a middle-class person opening his own company or a startup is still considered to be a bit of taboo. The majority believes in having a basic nine to five job, which provides good lifestyle and job security at the same time. Mm -hmm. But such people should ask, should be asked one question. And that is, are they really happy with what they're doing? Is it really what they want in the life? Are they doing something which they, which will help them achieve their childhood dream? During my graduation, I asked the same questions to myself. And that is when I decided to move away from the herd and actually do something to achieve my life goal and my childhood dream and become an example instead of follower. Like I did sometimes think of giving up in between the journey of my entrepreneurship. The pressures which Indian relatives put on you, and the very famous phrase lokya kahenge"? Have you heard about it?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So the phrase, the "lok kya kahenge," or what we say in English is "what will people say?" They use uh, they these kinds of frames sometimes break the confidence of the person, and if the person, if the founder, if the uh, human being is not strong enough, it could demolish his dreams as well. But that is when my parents, my friends and my colleagues all stood together with me and helped me fight everything and come up to the up and helped me to fulfill my own goals. That's
0: great. I mean, what COVID showed us was even if you have the best MNC job in the world, COVID showed us that it is still at risk, right? Like millions of people around the globe lost their jobs and COVID showed us how important having an entrepreneurial track is, right? Whether it is on top of your full-time role or just entrepreneurship on its entirety, I think it was a great awakening call for a lot of people that you should have uh, a different mindset should something like this come out again, right? It shows how vulnerable any job is in this earth. So I firmly believe that entrepreneurship is the way to go uh, and COVID just you know, showed us that. So kudos to you, you know, for, for being honest about it, that uh, you know, there were times where you did want to give up and things like that. So when um, students approach you or can students approach you for jobs, internships, etc., and if they do approach you what kind of skill set technical and non technical what do you look into
1: well i am i am a person who can be reached very easily you can mail me directly i check my mails regularly at least 10 to 15 times a day i can be reached on social media platforms i do handle my social media linkedin profiles myself and i do not depend on any kind of assistance or over it right I like to connect with people from all around the world. So if any student or any professional connects with me, I always try to help them as much as possible. And if they are seeking for any kind of internship or job, and if I have the capacity to hire them, if I have the capacity to provide them with that opportunity, the skills I, I look out for is, the creativity, which they have in their minds. I see the technical skills, the professional skills can be developed afterwards as well. They can be trained to, to perform a job, but creativity is something which cannot be brought into a person by training or something like that. Creativity is from start itself and creativity depends on how people have been nurtured in the childhood. Are they, have been tamed for doing any kind of task or Mm. have they been educated? Right. So that is the most important point for me. The second is their interest to work in. I don't want people who work just for money or who work just for the sake of working in the industry. I want people to work with me who are literally interested in what we are working on, the projects we are, the company is working on. And they should dedicate themselves fully to the project so that uh, they enjoy their work and we enjoy uh, working with them as well. This is how leaders actually evolve and uh, they guide through the people they work with. Whereas a boss can easily assign a task and get rid of it right this is when leaders role play comes into play and this is when it becomes important for a leader to choose the right team to work with them
0: great great, great. so for with respect to say space settlements and space exploration what is this real scope in india what is the condition in india is it still at a point where it is challenging or people can think of it as a viable carrier? Or do they or people with such passion, should they really go abroad? Because India is not at a point yet. What, what is your take on challenges within India, scope within India? And what should students think, basically, if they have a passion for this?
1: Right, so considering the scenario of Indian economy, Indian uh, upbringings and Indian uh, beliefs, it becomes very important uh, to think about what you want in the future, right? Space settlement is a concept of at least 10 to 15 years in future, right? The Especially the concept which my company is working on requires at least 15 years of extensive research, development, design, construction, testing to make this fantasy a reality. So students who are presently thinking that uh, the industry, if they want to work on space settlement can only be done in foreign countries. This is not a true fact. They can work in India. They can help India develop. Considering the economic situation, it not may be viable right now, but I'm sure the industry would evolve. More private partners would come into play and why to build, why to depend on only one country to build a comp- entire space settlement. Uh, I would really prefer and I would really like if all the private industries from entire world, all the space organizations come together to build this set, space settlement and work on this. This is what my dream is to bring in all the space agencies of the world and work together. Like they worked on the International Space Station in the past. Similarly, they can start working on the space settlement and develop it. And uh, for Indian students, I would say that they should not go to uh, foreign countries looking for opportunities as Indian space market is emerging and it would be very fruitful and very gift-giving in the future. great.
0: great. Now that we have discussed Um, your company. We've discussed entrepreneurship. So, one question that I want to ask is: Adhyapan, as an organization, deals in the K to twelve education market, right? So, and we target people in their form students in their formative years, uh, grade eight to grade twelve students across India. What would be your advice to these students? And can high school students be welcome in companies like yourself and what is your view on starting internships even at a high school stage
1: well uh, well uh, answering that question I would start with the opportunities which we are providing right now recently we closed the forms for the recruitment general recruitment and recruitment was open to all age groups all educational qualifications. We have interviewed students from as low as grade eighth to work in space settlement sector of our company. And we have interviewed people from master's degree as well at the same time. So it educational qualifications or age does not really matter when it comes to your interests and your capabilities to work and, and topic. Right. So even the high school students, if train, if educated and if made capable to work on any sector, work, work in any sector and work on research, uh, research design and development of space settlement, it would be very big opportunity for them and they can develop their skills in such a way that they can uh, reach to very big heights in the future. So the idea of uh, bringing in high school students and providing them opportunity in the industry uh, at very starting of their careers in the high school itself is very interesting and i would want various multinational companies and space set, uh, space agencies various big companies such as lockheed martin spacex uh, to provide such opportunity opportunities to high school students so that they could develop the skills and Move forward in the sector which they are interested in. Sweet, sweet.
0: So now you know. After asking such you know detailed questions, let's get into a, a rapid fire round. So I can put you in a spot for some of the questions. But it's gonna be this is gonna be fun. All right. So starting off, like when do you think India will send humans to Mars? Two 2000- thousand. 30. 2030. That's That's it's just nine years, nine, nine years from now. Great. Are you an Elon Musk fan? Yes, I am. Great. And what is your favorite book regarding space?
1: Theory of Everything.
0: Theory of Everything. I've heard about that book. I, I, I personally haven't read about it, but I've heard a lot about that. book. So other than Mars, where do you think humans can go next?
1: there are various celestial bodies such as moons of saturns pluto why to go on mars itself you can humans are capable enough of going anywhere in the entire universe it's we are just bound bounded by the technology foundations once those, those are broken human can go anywhere
0: great so in your settlement uh, in your settlement that you are coming up with um, I, I would assume there would be or will there be restaurants and if there is a restaurant, what Indian dish would be there in your restaurant menu for sure?
1: The one dish which I would make sure is present on the Indian menu of the restaurants in MySpace Settlement would be Pass. Have you heard about oh.
0: that? <laughs> yeah.
1: I love them. So that is something I really want to be present in the menus in MySpace Settlement.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So tomorrow... If Adhyapan sends you a high school kid, would you let him or her join your company? For sure. <laughs> Thank you so
1: much. I would be that. waiting for those high school students to come in and join their interest in the sector.
0: Thank you so much for that. And what would you consider, just in one thing, your biggest success and failures are?
1: My biggest success would be to make sure that this settlement becomes a reality. It may take 20-25 years, but I want this concept to become a reality for sure.
0: Great, great. And what do you consider your failure so far?
1: uh, Biggest?
0: Failure so far.
1: Biggest failure so far. The biggest failure of mine so far has been that I have not been able to provide the basic things which are required by the people who are working with me in this project. Hmm. Such as some people are giving up their, uh, like, fees or they are giving up their salaries just to make sure they work in the industry, which they're interested in. That is, I want to uh, put an end to and to make sure that these people get what they deserve.
0: That, that is really nice of you. I mean, as a founder, you need to make sure there is success all around, right? Like whether it's financially, job satisfaction, everything. So I'm super glad to hear that, you know, you are worried about it, you are concerned about it, but I am sure that you will do everything in your power to improve that scenario going forward. Prakar, it has been a wonderful time speaking with you, getting your thoughts. um, And I'm very, very interested to know all the advancements from your company uh, moving forward. And I'm equally interested to see if you know high school students can, can come in and get their apprenticeships or internships or whatever we call it within your company, et cetera. So good luck to you with everything that you're doing. Good luck to space settlement, space exploration. And so before you leave, is there anything that you want to tell um, high school students or students in general?
1: well i would just want to say one thing approach adhyapan and through adhyapan approach us we would be very happy to provide you with this opportunity to work in space sector and help you develop your skills
0: thank you so much Flecker. thank you so much that was a that was a wonderful interview uh, and we really look forward to you know uh, being in touch and and working together in, in the future. So thank you again for, for your time today.
1: Thank you, Arjun. thank you so much.